This is the MFG cast. everybody kurt here i'm solo hosting tonight but i am not alone we have an awesome interview we are going to be interviewing grant from our family plays games uh you might know grant as the son to mick and starla you've probably seen him a few times here and there on social media and in some of the videos but i just wanted to have him on to just kind of pick his brain about some of the things that he does for their videos and stuff like that and just kind of just ask him what it was like growing up with gaming parents and what the influence he had, it had on him. So thank you, Grant, for coming on. Of course. Hello. <laughs> that was a good introduction. That was a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the question. I kind of like to ask our first time guest when they're on. So uh, mm-hmm. when you started gaming, you know, was it something that, you know, was like, did it start with like video games when you were younger? Was it board games and then video games? And then you got more into the hobby once once your family started playing more board games, like the more modern like hobby games and stuff like that. How did you get into that whole thing? Well, okay. So yeah, it didn't start with video games, even though that's like probably my preferred thing. I mean, I know that's blasphemous to say on a board game podcast. <laughs> no, but I'm no so way. sorry. <laughs> no way. We talk about video games too. It's fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I started with board games, actually, because my parents would start me with like, and this was before Catan or any of the new stuff or well, not new, but hobby stuff like Ticket to Ride and those basic like gateway games. Yeah. Before we got into any of that, it was like Monopoly or Parcheesi or Connect Four <laughs> or Sorry or just things like that. And Clue, oh, I can't forget that one. We played that one a lot. And nice. Owen Uno, but that's a long that's a long story if I listed all the, you know, classics that yeah, we yeah. would play. And um, that's pretty much how it started. And then I eventually got to video games when I had the DS and the Wii. And that's why I start liking video games. And I mean, honestly, that's not, that's all I can say. I mean, having them play games and me playing games with them, I mean, that's pretty much how it, I just, it just stuck. I mean, I grew up into it. There was no other option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not be interested in the games. That was yeah. basically it. And I'm yeah. glad I'm interested, obviously. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So was it something that they started, like, when you were really young? Or was it something that you, like, a little bit later in life than you started on? Really young. That's why I'm, like, so ingrained into, like, video games and board games. I mean, that was super young. Like, <laughs> since I was, like, I would say five, it's been board games and like card games or just anything tabletop. And then when I got a little bit more older, then I got the DS and then the Wii and then more games. And then eventually we got to Catan and now I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So going back to the video game thing. So like, what were your favorites for like the DS and the Wii when you first started playing those? Oh man. See, the funny thing is (laughs) one of the, one of the games I got on the DS 
um, when we got into like deeper into the hobby was Catan for the DS. If you believe it or not, no way <laughs> they had Catan for the DS. I don't even remember. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They had Catan for the DS. That was it. Was so weird. And um, I also had like Pokemon because that was RPG, and I kind of like that sort of stuff too. Yeah. And then I also had like Mario. Um, there was a Sonic game on the DS. I can't recall which one it was. I think it was Sonic Rush. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites, too. Yeah. Then I also, for the Wii, I had Sonic Colors and Super Mario Galaxy. Just a lot of classic Nintendo games and Sega games. That yeah. was pretty much my whole lineup. And some board games, because there was this one game that they have not made a remake of or anything, but it was called Pop-Up Pursuit. And it was interesting because it was a board game on the Wii, and my parents and I, we would always play that. Like, it only had two boards, but you could always pick different characters and, like, different things would happen. Like you would land on a space and maybe a monster would attack you or something just random like that. And that's also another way, like I connected board games with video games. And that's why I like gaming just overall. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Pop-up pursuit. Boy, there's another one. I haven't, cause it's, funny it's very underrated. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. It's so weird to think about that board games were on, on video games like that, <laughs> that yeah. deep into it, you know, Holy smokes. That's yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's it's weird to me, but I mean, I'm glad they had them. Like, like that's why I'm like, I'm not so mad seeing video games go to board games and board games turning into video games because it's been happening for years. I mean, since I was little. So yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. And it's definitely gotten a lot, a lot more interesting too because like mm-hmm. you have those board games that you would like. You'd think, okay, this would be kind of fun to play as a as a video game, but you would know for sure, like. Uh, for a long time, me and Tracy played Takedo. No, is it Takedo? Yeah, Takedo mm-hmm. on like our phones. You could play them on your phones, and wow, and yeah, I, I was yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know if I'd want to play that as a video game. And then like everybody <laughs> like came to life and would do certain things. You're like, wow, that's way cooler than I thought it would have been. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. interesting how they import, import and export them. You know, oh specifically. yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's been one of my favorite things, seeing how, like, I mean, I can already get immersed into a board game, but I feel like turning that board game into a video game, it adds another level to it, like yeah. with music and, like, sound effects and stuff. And then, like, eventually when I go back to the cardboard version, I start hearing those things. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So so you said, like, when you when you started really getting into the hobby or mm-hmm. whatever, you, you mm-hmm. it was, like, Catan and some, like, the the quintessential board games that people talk about when, yes, you're, when you yes. first started out and stuff like that. What, what are some of the games that when you first started out that maybe weren't like part of that, like, Oh, this is a classic that you're like, you glommed onto. You were just like, this is awesome. And I love that this thing is like a hobby that we can really get into. Yeah. So like, I mean, there were a few games that I didn't really latch onto that were like the Catans or the, or Catan. I mean, I mean, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. the two pronunciations. Yeah. You know what? I, tomato, I, tomato. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I, I don't care. It's one of the two. But um, yeah, so it's not just the Ticket to Rides and things like that, but there are some other ones. I mean, my parents talk about it a lot, and I don't know if it's considered one of the, you know, quintessential games, but Five Tribes, that's one we like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quadropolis. Those oh, are both nice. Days of Wonder, I believe. Yep. Then they also had we also had things like um, King of Tokyo, nice. which is a pretty good one, and that's still my favorite because I I love rolling and I always have some lucky hands with that, and I always roll like three threes, and that's pretty much set. Yeah, that's perfect <laughs> to start attacking people. But 
that that's another story. <laughs> um, my my goal in that one is to destroy everybody else. Don't forget the points. I can just destroy you guys. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> um, so some other games I was thinking about, like there was one that I played when we were in Houston still, because um, we recently moved to Omaha. Like recently, I would say if you don't count, you know, 2020, 2021. Yeah, yeah. But other than that. We played like Hanabi. That was an interesting one too. Oh, nice. I think about it. And I was younger at the time then too. There's quite a few, but yeah, it wasn't just the basic games or well, basic games. Yeah. And I mean, I put quotes in that because like, you know, I mean, some of them, they're new to some people. Like they were new to us. Like there were so many people that were in the hobby longer than us. And we were like, Katan, what is this? This is so brand new. This is revolutionary. Yeah. Mm, well, when you get into it, no, not that revolutionary i mean compared to some other ones and i mean some people have known it for like years so i mean yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah katan's yeah. been been around you know since the you know beginning of like the <laughs> board game revolution of like those kind of games people always are shocked when uh like me and tracy my wife we always tell people our family has never played katan but we've played katan jr because mm-hmm. we bought katan yeah. jr for logan trying to get him into the hobby and we're like, this game is fantastic. And we're like, oh, we don't know if we really need Catan because every time we played this game, we we're like, this is just so much fun. So I still can separate like like I would separate Catan Jr. and Catan. Like I would separate those two mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. big, but yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. 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 It, it and it's funny too, because I, I was just talking with uh Tracy the other night. And I said we should probably get that sometime just because <laughs> you know it's one of those games that everybody always talks about, you know, and we've just never played the original. Oh, excuse it's me. It's literally in our logo. <laughs> it's literally in our logo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. God, I even think about that. God, I tell you. That that's the secret. Like our the shirt that Beth Sobo designed for us, like kind of makes it more clear. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. Now now that you're saying that, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Oh geez, that's really <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, growing you know, growing up now, you know, again, I feel like I'm I'm just hitting every like oh, growing up, whatever. No, anyway. it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now you know your your mother and your father like all of a sudden have you know have this channel and it's starting to kind of pick up speed. Like, what is it like to just you know all of a sudden you know. Your, your your family's been on like TV and they've been through all these other things. Like how is it looking, if, looking, geez, I'm trying to think of the words. How is it seeing <laughs> inside of that from the outside, basically until you've jumped into it? Honestly, I mean, it's not full on like dice tower level celebrity, of course. I mean, that would take ages. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't even, even dare like say it's like, so amazing i mean it's amazing like we got people to recognize us even before we got this big i mean one of our like longtime viewers and helpers who usually shows up to our local cons named samaya khan she helps us out a lot and the first time like my mom always like remembers this when we walked into um great plains one of our local conventions she said oh my god they invited celebrities we were looking around like celebrities who <laughs> it's like she's talking to us and it was so weird that was when we were only at 2000 yeah and it's shot up since then and it's it's crazy i don't know how else to put it i um my dad says that word a lot on the show crazy and that's what i would use to describe it it is yeah, crazy yeah. it is crazy awesome. I, yeah and yeah. i and i would dare to say that you guys aren't 
okay to use your words not as big as the dice tower but i think of you're course not close. no i still yeah. think you're pretty darn close though <laughs> <laughs> i mean we've been on the dice tower i mean our goal is not to obviously rival them we have no. a whole other mission that's a long story yeah, exactly but i mean the fact that people are enjoying our stuff that's what we really like i yeah. mean and that's it's really what you do. it boils down to not even just the numbers like as the editor i want people to watch the videos i want them to enjoy that i mean yeah that's yeah. my main goal i mean yeah, yeah. I, I can't speak for my parents but i'm pretty sure they would agree with me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure yeah yeah and you know i've also like really enjoyed the transition of and it's been kind of in the mission statement of our family plays games for a while now is just making sure that everybody is inclusive in the hobby and making sure that it doesn't matter what section of the world, what creed, whatever, you know, we're all included in this. And I love that it's being more focused in that because again, you know, I think especially now in this day and age, it's actually more important than ever. And I appreciate where that, where you guys have taken that. Yeah. Like my parents said, uh, like pretty much all of their interviews as well. So I'll just bear, bear what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally what they say is when we would go to conventions, a lot of times people would look and stare at us like, why are you guys here? What mm. are you doing here? Yeah. And that feeling is not very good. I mean, at one mm. point I just didn't want to go to conventions at all because I was like, it was a waste of time. We would only play with ourselves. So it was just like, if we're just going to play together, we might as well just do that at home. So it was yeah. like, I didn't see the value of board games. Mm-hmm. at that time and yeah i hate that feeling it's it's tough i won't lie mm-hmm. but the fact that we're, we we did this solely like it started before we got to youtube it started as just like a facebook page and that was before i started doing editing and stuff for the channel i should say yeah and honestly i mean i'm glad we've made some strides i mean we're seeing like people of color and like lgbtq people more involved and stuff and it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. I'm not saying that we're the sole person, like group of people bringing it together, but we I feel like we are part of that. I'm hope, hopefully a big part. And yes. like with things like voices and stuff, I hope we can push the needle for things like that because no one should have to go through like feeling unwanted in a hobby that they enjoy. Like if I like video games, I want to be able to go talk to other people that like video games. If I like board games, other people that like board games. I mean, I can't yeah. just talk to someone who likes watering flowers and I say, Oh, I like burning trees. Well, that doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah. I want to see someone that likes burning trees too. I mean, that's really weird. That's a terrible message, but <laughs> you, you understand what I get. You, you understand what I'm saying. You definitely got there. You definitely got there. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> we all knew what you meant. Yeah. No, it, yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Cause the, you know, when it comes to anything hobby related or anything in life related, I just mm. always think it's funny when people, when people are excluded from things, it's like, yeah. if you're in a certain thing, especially a hobby like this, why wouldn't you want as many people as possible? Because it just makes it more fun, more interesting. Everybody's got different stories. Uh, I just, I don't understand. And not even just want. that, like people of color and LGBTQ people not being represented in the games too. Yes, And it's yes. like, like my parents would always say, it's like money is always green, regardless of who is holding it. I mean, yes. Why not try to get more money? I mean, yes. that's that's number one. And then two, why not try to have more people so you can like show like show that one, you're diverse, and then two, you're representing everyone. I mean, I don't understand why that's a concept that people don't want to grasp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't exactly. get it. Exactly. Because then when you have that representation and someone's playing that 
someone's playing that game and they see themselves in that game, it makes want to wants them to play that more. Yeah. And may, maybe makes them want to make something for their community, you know, and so on and so forth. So a hundred percent, because it's, it's like the one thing <laughs> I don't like doing in some games is fighting over that one black character or my mom fighting over the one female character or something like that. It's, yes. It, it, that drives me mad. Yeah, I, exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So you get into, so eventually our family plays games, gets into the video game and you get into it. So is it something that you were in from the beginning? Was it something that your parents kind of were working with and then you kind of helped them out and then got more into it? How did that start off? Well, in terms of the video editing thing, it actually started because like, I mean, if you look at the first OFPG video, it's apparent to some, I don't know how many, but it's apparent to some that it was made in Movie Maker. It was made in Movie Maker. I didn't actually have anything else at the time. <laughs> and um, I would make memes with my friends. I won't even lie. It was memes and like edits of like, at the time I play fighting games a lot. Mm-hmm. So Street Fighter 4 and now they're on 6. So that's, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, Street Fighter 4 and some other things that I would play and I would upload highlight clips of things like combos or other videos like that. And I wanted to show it out to my friends. And to do that, I would edit the videos together and splice only the best parts, seeing what other YouTubers were doing with that. Because there's a lot of fighting game YouTubers that I would watch that do cool oh, highlight reels, as they call them, or combo videos. And yeah. I wanted to do that, too. So I just kind of copied what I learned from them with what I had. And that's why I started learning videos. And it just kind of came out of nowhere where they said, oh, we, we should do videos. I mean, can you do videos, Grant? And I said, yeah, I can do videos. And I mean, at first they were directing me, but now I feel like I'm just kind of handling everything myself now. And it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's and awesome. now I'm not using Movie Maker, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> now Wait. it's more professional stuff, but you know. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. 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 And most of the time people are, you know, just kind of, you know, it. it's one of those things where you just dabble in it. And, you know, the first couple of things you're like, okay, well, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I know I can do it. And then yeah. you do it yeah. and you're like, oh, that's good. And then. As you go along the way, you pick out some things. You're like, oh, wait a minute. I could add this and do that. And I, I like that, you know, especially now, like everything is so easy to learn and use yes. on because there's so many videos and people are like, oh, you want to do that? I got 15 ways you can do that. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll watch that for a little bit. And then yeah. you, know, you do it and you make your own thing. Yeah, it mostly came through just trial and error. And I didn't want to like ask for like, oh, can I get this expensive video editing software if I wasn't? fully going to go into it like it's like buying golf clubs and a ton of gear but you don't actually know how to play golf or you don't really want to play golf yeah yeah, exactly it's that's pretty much the equivalent it's like why even do that if you're not going to play it so yeah starting off like that (laughs) was pretty good for me and honestly like you said you got to start somewhere i mean that was good practice and now this is like the real deal now so yeah yeah that's awesome so what are some of the things that you've learned along the way that you're like, I want to hit this more for people that maybe actually want to know more about this stuff. So like, what are some of the things that you feel like that you've learned along the way that are really useful that you're like, I'm glad I learned this, you know, and it, and it's helped now. And it's something I, that I didn't miss and just kept maybe, you know, it could have been a lot better until now. Well, I will say, and to start it off, sitting behind the scenes is not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. You can actually have a lot of fun not just talking to the camera. So 
if you don't want to talk to the camera, I mean, sure, then don't and work with someone and work behind the scenes. That's perfectly fine. And if you're creative, it's even better because I feel like it takes a lot of creativity on my part to come up with some of the things I come up with. I mean, a lot of it's up to my parents, but after that, I just start editing on top of that, what they like gave me, like in terms of their video clips. And after that, I mean, it's just fun from there. And to be honest, what some things I've learned, I would say is to always upgrade yourself. If you're going to do bigger and better things, you need to get better equipment. Like, if you're going to actually play golf with those golf clubs, then you want to get some better clothes. You want to get some gloves and maybe some golfing shoes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and hmm, this is tough. I don't know what else to say. Like, it's <laughs> what, it, what, it just, about, what about specific yeah. tools, like things that you've actually upgraded, like, you know, if it, yeah. whether it's, you know, some editing software or maybe even something small as like, oh, we just we bought this light or whatever. And that just totally upped the game. Yeah, for the setup, obviously, like, we have lights now. I mean, at first it was just the room's light itself, but then we had to get actual lights, and then you had to get a camera set up, like, not just not just any camera, but, like, a good camera that mm-hmm. can actually do video recording, but besides just a phone, because we started with just phones. I mean, sometimes we may use it for other footage, because the phones are pretty versatile, but... Yeah. You want a good you want a good camera so you can at least have things in at least either 4K or below that. So yeah. something like that. And then after you've upgraded the setup, I mean, you need to upgrade the video editing equipment itself. And like it started with me going from a little crappy PC <laughs> to a better PC. I mean, I specifically went for a gaming computer mm-hmm. because I feel like those are very high end. And I mean, of course, I like video games. So that was a win win for me. Yeah. But that aside, you're going to want to get something that's powerful and like an office computer will not handle things like what I'm using, which is like Adobe. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a work computer can handle it, but some of the heavy processing of like hour long videos. Yeah, no, that thing would blue screen on you like immediately. You're yeah. going to need something high end. And if you're using things like Final Cut, Adobe, um, Filmora, which is one I used to use as well. Um, if you're using anything like that, you're going to need something high end for it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it goes, it goes to our previous conversation of board games and video games. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people use their, uh, use uh, gaming computers for their videos, just like you said. Yeah. And you know, for, and it's, again, it, videos could be for anything, but you know, a lot mm-hmm. of, I'm, I guarantee you there's a lot of board game streamers out there that have gaming PCs that not only use it for their editing software and for their videos, but they also use it for gaming online when they're not, you know, recording or whatever, when they have free time. Yeah, that's, that's a hundred percent true. I'm pretty sure I would be willing to bet most of them are using gaming computers or at least something high end so they can be able to run all of their like Twitch streams or their cameras and then the setup and the audio. and It's a lot of stuff (laughs) and a lot, a little laptop would not be able to handle it. I've tried laptops. I've tried some little old computers. It does not work very well on those. Yeah, most definitely. So is there, and, and this might be something that might not go anywhere, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Go for so, it. Go for it. <laughs> is there anything in the future that our families play, our family plays games that your guys are doing that you are excited about that you have a chance when you're doing your video work and your editing work that you'll be able to have a new challenge. That's actually not a bad one. Um, honestly, going to conventions, that's mm-hmm. the thing or hosting game nights. Like what one we did recently, 
that's actually always a challenge because for me as not only just, and honestly, I would label it as a videographer and a cinematographer because mm. I'm always capturing B-roll and footage like that. So you have to, you want to put a video together and make it look nice because some people don't like still photos. So I'm always catching videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the big challenge there is to get the best shots, get people playing, having fun, making them look good in the videos. And also obviously catching my parents and stuff, because if it was just a ton of random people, they'd be like, where's our family plays games. <laughs> so yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know what? I really hope that your parents are giving you a raise because you deserve it. <laughs> I get it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't say a race, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I bet you they they take care of you plenty. I'm sure they. Yes, do. of course. Yeah. And and it definitely shows in the videos. I definitely appreciate it when I watch them, and I think I've even said so on your videos because I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Like even yeah. like I remember when you start started really doing the uh, the intro to the videos with your logo a little differently. I was like, wow, that's great. I'm like, how do you do that? I want to do that, you know? Yeah. See, those are all other softwares too. And to loop back to that other question, it's like you always want to find other software that can help you because sometimes I would make it myself or sometimes I would find like a logo logo designer or something or a graphics designer and they could make it on like a website and you put the logo in, you add your own touch-ups, you add your, you mix it into the editing and it's perfect. That's awesome. That's very cool. I love that. Well, I think I'm out of questions. I mean, I have asked you so many. I'm exhausted. I need some water. I'm just kidding. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it wasn't, it was not bad. This was, this is good. This is good. Awesome. Good. Hopefully I didn't answer things too vaguely. It's just, I, I genuinely like it. It came naturally. I don't know. Yeah. For Being sure. into computers for so long. It's yeah. It just, it just comes to you when you yeah. play games a lot. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm going to, I'm going to do for you, like I do everyone else that I interview, if there's ways that people can get a hold of you, people that want to talk to you about some certain things, ask you some questions, how can they do that? Well, obviously you can find us on YouTube, like we've been probably talking about this whole time, but we're also on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're also on Instagram. And that's where we do most of our posting. So you, it may not be me typing. If you see me, it's probably going to be like, at the end, I put a G. So mm-hmm. people will know, oh, that's grant typing or something <laughs> like that. But most times it's usually my parents handling that. But you can find us there. Me there as well. But just ask for me and I'll probably be able to talk. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And I was I was very glad that I was able to get a hold of you guys and be able to talk to you. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Thank you. No problem. The best to you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And this was the MFG cast. This podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.